Today is October 7th, and the Yankees have tied the series at one. It's a new beginning. It all starts over, and they have a chance to win the whole thing on their own ground in the Bronx. It's a good night. Let's talk Yanks. Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with all John Boy. John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with John Boy. John Boy Jake. All right, what's up, everybody? Thank you for joining. As you know, you think anyone doesn't know? They're just tuning in, like, updates. Maybe my grandma in Japan. The Yankees won. They won. They beat the Red Sox. They knocked Sale out in the third inning. It was a fun night. There's a lot to discuss. It was. Uh, I thought it was a must win, and they won. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and we have Jake, my co-host, who's actually coming to you from Washington, D.C., because he's at yet another wedding. How you doing, Jake? It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, the Yankees and how many weddings I go to. Um, that's kind of it. I think we have one like right before Thanksgiving, but that, that should be it for a while. Uh, huge Yankees win. And no, it's funny, man. And we, I feel like you and me try to balance people out a lot because we see the highs and the lows and we see people magnify it. Like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Go win at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, nothing's in stone yet. This is, this was huge. And I guess the other, and I just want to get this all out of the way because the rest of this, I'm going to be running hot and happy. Is like, dude, how how great would have been if we won yesterday? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I don't like doing that because it's just over. Yeah. And it it's like getting greedy a little bit. But hey, uh, great win. We we got one at Fenway. That's all. That's what we wanted. That's going the in. goal. We wanted to win one at Fenway. So we have the chance to lock it up at home. So yeah. that's what. The, so now we're here. We're good. We're golden. Not golden. It just sucks because it was a winnable in game one. But uh, for real though, for real, like let's be the last time we mention. Man, I wish we would have won game one because I want. Right, and I, so the the other thing on that, it's the only not downer thing, but like people are going to be sad if we don't win both games at home. You know what I'm saying? But, like, Red Sox are still really good. We have Seve going in game three, which is awesome. Which, <laughs> how how crazy is that? A month ago, I would not have been saying <laughs> Seve going in game three is awesome. But we've got Seve on the mound for game three. We can defend our home turf. Even if they were to split, we still get a game five. But let's defend our home turf no, and win going. in four. We're going. All right. Tonight was a good night. A lot of good things happened. It got scary for a little bit. Like, I think it was maybe a three-inning stretch was like, yo, this is too close. This is just yeah. way too close. And then Gary, man. But we got to start from the beginning. So let's hear the whole burn first. Burn, Jakey, burn. And then we'll go bit by bit with this game, moment by moment. If you're watching live, we have some live viewers right now. Make sure 
to join the chat. Click the link. It takes you to YouTube. Join the chat. Send in your questions because there might be moments we miss. Also, that reminds me that this episode of Talking Yanks is sponsored by a lot of really special people. This episode is sponsored by Jamie Rico, Frank Ippolito. That's a cool name. Pam Terenzi. Ryan, it's R-I-O-N. I think it's just Ryan. Tried to trick me. They tried, they tried to throw me for a big loop. Unless it's Rion, because that's how my brain said it. Uh, Ryan Iwasaki, Eric Finnegan, Patrick Bishop, and Dave Clark. What's up, P. Bishop? I recognize your name. I don't know why. Do you, yeah, do you, he's active on the Twitter sphere. tweets? Okay, cool. What's up? Well, those, those people are our new Patreon subs- supporters and subscribers. It's $2 a month. It gives you access to the live video uh it gives you early access because the, on the podcast app it's up the next day if you're if you're rushing to hear yankees talk right away you can click the youtube as soon as we're done recording it's up there for you and you get your name in a, a raffle at the end of each month to win a yankees jersey no name on the back from affordablejerseys.com bam bam boom bam bang bam bam boom let's talk yanks jake are you ready to burn i'm ready did you wear that yankees shirt to the wedding I mean, you know, no. So now I'm wondering why why you asked that. I thought it would be fun banter. It turned out to be not fun banter. Yeah, gotcha. Well, bummer, dude. All right, here we go. Uh, what would what, what were I supposed to say? Yep. Yeah, Bride hated it. Yeah, they kicked me out. Some a little, a little fun, just some fun. That's tough. That's yeah. not good. That's you made it terrible. Here we go. You well, he started it. Uh, Let's burn on your mark. Get set. Burn. Game two at Fenway, and the Yankees needed a hero. Masahiro Tanaka versus David Price, and the price was right for the Yankees. Aaron Judge does it again. Solo shot, third straight playoff game with a home run. Top two, release the cockin'. Gary Sanchez, who owns David Price, solo shot of his own. McCutch tax on an RBI single. Three-nothing Yanks after two. Price out after 1.2 innings. Goo! Tanaka was dealing. Only blemish a Bogart solo shot. Five innings pitch. One earned run. Top seven. It takes two to make things go right. Ooh! Yeah! El Gary again. 479 feet. Three-run home run. 6-1 Yanks. Patances, Britton, Chapman do their job out of the pen. Yanks win 6-2, take one in Boston, and tie the series at ones. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. You said this in a text message exchange before the show, so you get credit for it, but we need to reiterate. Gary Sanchez's numbers off David Price are, are better than most contestants in the home run derby off the person throwing batting practice to them. It's insane, man. He's 7 for 14 with six home runs. So, say he, I, he's got probably got some strikeouts, but, I mean, in, <laughs> if you put wood on the ball 14 times, six of the times it went out. David Price has been one of the top pitchers in the game for about a decade, and Gary Sanchez hits winning home run derby numbers against him. He's got it. We said on the pregame show, we're doing pregame shows on Instagram Live, and we said some good things. We said, you know what, Jake? We actually know, we, we're, we're pretty intuit, intuitive about some shit. I'll give us some credit. I said Judge was going to homer in his first at bat, 
And I said, if Judge yeah. doesn't, Voight would. But one of them is definitely homering in the first at bat. That was I said that on the pregame. You yep. said moving Gary to five. We loved it. We like we saw that our eyes lit up because Gary, when he's Gary, is awesome. And Gary's the most Gary when he's versus, facing Price. So throw him up there. I mean, the righties, Kutch, Judge, Voight, Stanton, Gary, five righties in a row for Price, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He knocked him out. It, it just seemed one of the big things in this series was the Red Sox having a strong, one of the strongest top three or four people in the lineups, as you're going to see in baseball. The Yankees, it's their lineup depth. Mm-hmm. And t- coming into tonight's game with subbing in Moreland uh, with Pierce and how they changed that lineup, I mean, it felt like the Yankees had the stronger five going so heavy righty against Price. And again, with the the Red Sox taking out Pierce and... Man, they they got to him early, and that's another thing I said on the pregame was if Price got through the first two innings clean, then you as the Yankees are saying, crap, like Price might have it today. He could get us through six. When If we got a couple early on Price, we knew we were going to get to him, and we did. They had to go to the quick hook, and their bullpen sucks, so that was nice. I mean, their bullpen did pretty good, but their bullpen – is it doing better? I don't know. Joe Ke- Joe Kelly looked good. I, I I don't think Joe Kelly. I don't think we had really bad at bats first. Joe Kelly. I think Joe Kelly pitched really well. Kelly Kelly did well. Uh, Brazier his his stat line I think looks better than his actual performance. He it ends up looking like one innings pitch, three Ks and a walk. But I mean, a couple full counts. Um, but hey, did his job today. We got to Workman, we got to Erod, um, even Embry. His line ends up looking okay. But um, I'll j- there's no easy innings for their bullpen. No, it's all a mess. It's all a mess. Like if they let two runners on and get out of it without giving up a run, that's a good inning for their bullpen. And like I know that sounds slightly obnoxious because the goal is to not give up runs, but. Nothing easy for their bullpen. Nothing easy. No. Do you do you have do you have the play by play ahead of you? Do, do we do we want to go inning by inning? Do we want to go big moments? Judges home, um, Judges home run was a bomb. I thought Judges home run was bomb, and then Gary hits the second home run, which was a fucking. That's the farthest home run Gary's hit in his career. I think they said. Yeah, I mean Judges only went four forty five. Oh um, I I think that's out at Yankee Stadium. Do you I think, think that, you could throw a ball twice four forty five? Uh, crow hop or no? I'll give you a crow hop. Yeah, with the crow hop. All right, I'll give you one crow hop, one flat-footed. Ooh, that'd be really close. Do you remember when we did that with the pass punt field goal at the at uh, the football field? Yeah. That was pretty fun. That was pretty good. It was that. easier. Yeah, you're good at kicking the I've got a good crow hop throw. Um, But yeah, so Judge goes Yabo in the first, and I... So not only does that have get to David Price implications, but it has Aaron Judge the stud implication, which, hey, Mookman went 0 for 4 tonight, and again, we'll, we'll continue to pat ourselves on the back. I was talking a lot about how there, 
Twitter was filled with Mookie Betts is on a different planet than Aaron Judge. You know what? No, they're not. <laughs> and Aaron Judge is a fucking freak. Judge has two hits today, two, scored two runs, got a walk, RBI. He has he chalked in every every column. Did he strike out? Did he chalk in that column too? I hope he did. Just put notches all over the place. But the home run man, I said it when I'm on my my reaction, like he is the captain, he is the catalyst, and he is the leader of this team right now. And he's really I mean, it's it's maybe we're biting too much into it because it's so it it's like uh uh recency bias you know so we're like over overwhelmed in it but he's putting the team on his back a little bit i think i think i think what he's doing is sending a message like home run in the first inning the wild card game you know what i mean it's like judge is here we have judge and then first inning today when they're down one nothing home run last night in the ninth when they're like trying to scrape by when when judge got off the dl the guys said they felt different like they like cc said like yeah judge is back like that, he's judges back. You know what I mean? It's like when you're getting in a fight and then your one buddy who's always with you isn't there. He finally shows up and now you're like, let's go. We're all here. Like, but, and judge is doing that. Like he's reminding them every day. Yo, I, I'm here. We're good. We're good. I'm doing this. It might be confirmation bias or recency bias. Might be putting way too much stock into that. But right now it just feels like he is so much the catalyst and a heart of this team. Yeah, and I know this is obnoxious Yankees Twitter kicking in, but hey, Mookie Betts still sands a playoff RBI and Judge with three home runs in his past three playoff games. So just something. I think Judge has just four something. home runs in his last playoff games. You count last year. How about this? David Price, if the Red Sox do go on to lose this series, if the Yankees win and, and this is the end for the Red Sox, David Price, like, the it's a very sad story, man. I mean, it's just, and it's something that makes baseball so unique because you, if you're, and I'm not going to compare him to LeBron, but if you're in the NBA and you're an NBA basketball player, if you're Paul George, I think that's actually kind of a good comparison. Like Paul George, good NBA player. He's going to go out, even if he doesn't have a great series, he's going to have 20-point games and stuff like that. David Price... KT Sharp spitting that venom tonight, Jim. Did you see this tweet? No, let me see it. I don't really check Twitter when I'm on like Periscope and making videos and that, but I'd love to see it. Right, you got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, so David Price, 10 postseason starts. His team has lost each of those 10 games. 0 for 10, his teams when he starts the game? Yes, a guy who's been an all-star, an ace, <laughs> a stud. I mean, that's... That's a weird mix of not being clutch and a little bit of luck. But, dude, that's that's it's bad. bad. It's bad. Um, and, I mean, is he supposed to be their game five starter if this goes five? Sales going four, I'm guessing. We think. We, we don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. mean, if we win Monday, they have to be in panic mode. If we win game three, you have to assume sales on the mound game four. Um, we'll see. And, I mean, they're it's, a, again, five-game playoffs, so they'll piece together whatever they have to piece together. But, um, yeah, I mean, they don't want Price on the mound. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so let's uh, – well, I'll, I'll keep going key moments and, and let you get there. And this is – I you know I love throwing the word low-key out there. Hey, 
First inning, Tanaka, uh, J.D. Martinez gets on. It's two outs, and you've got Bogarts up. If something happens there, I mean, that's that's one of those things that changes the whole game rhythm. Uh, Bogarts lines out to center, but hey, you... You did end you, the first inning one, up one nothing. Did you see that, or were you like at the wedding for the first inning? I did not. I was radio. So for it was more than just he lines out to center. Guardy covered a ton of ground. I saw where he caught it. Yeah, yeah. Guardy covered a ton of ground to walk and catch that. It's pretty. I mean, it wasn't like a diving catch or anything, but he had to get a good beat on it and and track it down. So Bogarts put good wood on it. Is what I'm saying. So it could have been a scary moment. And then we go top two, Gary's leading off, which, hey, we talked about how yesterday everyone was going to be looking at the radar gun, the first at-bat with Sale, Mm -hmm. to see which Chris Sale's out there. (laughs) This is another one where Yankee fans and Red Sox fans are going, okay, can David Price get Gary Sanchez out, slash, can Gary Sanchez be good? Red Sox fans going, can David Price get Gary Sanchez out? (laughs) Is David Price bad? (laughs) And Gary gets him, dude. It's insane. Second pitch, like an outside fastball, maybe a little up. But it was a cutter. It was a low and away cutter. Oh, okay. I'm wrong. But yeah, but he, I mean, he, he got it. But it was like off the plate. And that's what I'm, I'm trying to figure out in my head. Like what, how does something like this happen? And I'm wondering like, do all of, do all of Price's pitches come in? Does he not have a two-seamer that tails away and Gary can just see it? Or, I mean, is this just baseball being baseball? But, I mean, insanity. David Price gets Gary going because the last time he faced Price at Fenway, he homered uh, this year on um, April 11th. He homered versus Price in the top of the first. Then he homered off Hembry in the top of the fourth. Today it was Price and then uh, Erod. Yep, so... I mean, the second inning continues. Uh, here's here's they, like storyline-wise, and you kind of just said this, sure. but Judge's home run in the first seeps into Price's brain like, oh, shit. Like, do they have my number? Like, does this really – am I really bad in the playoffs? Do they have my number? A little bit. But a solo home run's never killed anyone. But it was, right. it was a two-strike shot by Judge. Gary hitting the home run, that confirms all – all the storylines. Yes, David Price, you are owned by Gary Sanchez. Yes, David Price, you are bad in the playoffs. Yes, David Price, you are bad versus the Yankees. Like, that was the check mark. Like, yes, the storylines are true. <laughs> and at that point, so a couple different things here. I was just going to say, when that happens, it almost, we originally were talking about Hap yesterday saying, there's, there's not a world where he faces Mookie and JD three times. Um, when that happens, you say, okay, I don't think Price gets another chance at Gary because you got to be insane. You're basically, you're flipping a coin to give the Yankees at least one run, <laughs> which is nuts. And he didn't even get another um, chance against Judge. He only saw 10 batters. And Kutch, yeah, so and it, Kutch knocked him out with a shot off the wall. And this is interesting. We'll see if it ties into bullpen stuff. I doubt it does with the days off. But So he gets Didi and Andujar on ground outs, and then Glaber walks, Guardy walks, and then McCutch with an RBI single. And, hey, I, this is super obnoxious, but 3 nothing is a lot better than 2 nothing in the playoffs, and that knocks him out of the game for the Joker Joe Kelly. Who looked good? Joe Kelly looked good. Uh, Tanaka looked, looked – he didn't look amazing. Like He, did, he wasn't – he wasn't striking. Like when we saw him versus 
Houston in the ALCS last year, that was like, oh, shit. And we saw him in the ALDS last year. It's like, wow, Tanaka's on. I think he battled a little more than he did those times, but he's still, he's such a big game pitcher, man. And I love how his facial expressions you can see. So I, I don't know, I don't know when you were falling on your phone, when you were watching and all that, but there were some moments where, like, it was a, ground, it was a f- weak fly out to judge, but the ball was put in play. No, to Guardy, but the ball was put in play. So Tanaka just, like, looks out at Guardy and just shakes his head in disgust at himself. It wasn't hard hit, but he just doesn't like when the other team puts the ball in play. Yeah, I mean, that. The, those Tanaka looks are pretty incredible. I mean, I I think one of the biggest things that let me let me get out of the play by play for a second because it it kind of verifies. And I, you know, we don't talk about WHIP too much, and that's walks and hits per inning pitch. If you're not familiar with that stat, or but, it's when like so, you're like something. Yeah, that's also a WHIP. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanaka went five innings pitched. Three hits, one walk, four Ks. So you're right. He didn't have, like, the filthy strikeout game, like five innings, eight Ks. But I don't know if there was an inning where he had – I don't think he ever had more than one runner on base. Which, dude, especially I just mentioned that three-run lead, the Red Sox never had a literal chance to tie it or anything like that. Which, that's a little bit of a mindfuck in and of itself. Yeah, there was the, the scariest part of the game was for Tanaka. Dorwal Tanaka was pitching. The scariest part of the game is he had the bottom of the order. And like we said in the pregame show, and maybe we said it on the on, on last episode, watching Red Sox games is bizarre. Because the bottom of the order, like if you if you get them on, we've said this so many times. If you get the if you let the bottom of the order on, it's like holy shit. So he 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 let JBJ get on. So he singles in the third. Was this the third? So he lets JBJ get on. No, it had to be yeah. later in the game I'm talking about. Um, let me see. Because um, I don't think so, man. No, that was the third. Oh, okay. So because then Mookie Betts comes up, right? Uh, yeah. One out, yeah. JBJ on first. Yes. So Mookie gets up, and Mookie gets down to a 3-1 count. So that was the biggest yes. squeeze your yes. butt cheeks moment for all Yankee fans. Yankee fans who who watch the count and like pick up. A lot of fans just watch the pitch and uh, like don't pay attention to the intricacies. But if you're looking three one count to Mookie Betts, and Tanaka gets beat in bad counts. I mean that is his one downfall because his fastball isn't great, but he likes trying to spot it in three one two zero counts, and he'll get beat a lot. So that was a scary moment. But he gets Mookie to like like pop up weekly, pop out weekly. Yeah, then you have Benintendi come up. And this is the biggest at-bat of the game for Tanaka's outing. Because if he lets Benny on, J.D. steps into the batter's box as the tying run. He could hit, yep. he could hit a tying home run. If you get Benny out, J.D. Can, J.D. steps in as not a threat at all. Solo shot. Who the fuck cares? They actually got one the next inning after J.D. Bogarts hit a solo shot. So that, that inning right there by Tanaka to bear down, to get Mookie to pop out, which I don't even if you, do you want to give Tanaka credit. Maybe we just give Mookie some blame. Bad swing, Mookie. Get some RBIs I in mean, the playoffs. Bust. 3-1 slider, yeah. Um, and then Ben Benintendi, he, he got him to ground out to Glaber, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, ground out to second. So, yeah, and then it goes storyline a little bit. And that this was my first thought, and I tweeted it after that out happened. And I was like, hey, Red Sox are shut out through three. And we have JD leading off the next inning, which is big. That's as <laughs> that's as potentially harmless as he can be. 
Um, unfortunately, it was at that point where we you start doing the if the scoreboard doesn't change soon, the Red Sox team and fans start getting more ruckus and they start believing more. Like, okay, these guys aren't tacking on any more runs. We got to get this. So there was a and there was a moment in this game where the fans reverted. We were up by two, but Stan doesn't come up in the big situation. And all the fans on Twitter just reverted to panic mode. And in my Periscope, I was like, we can be worried for sure. We can be very worried. But let's not panic. We're still winning the game <laughs> with our bullpen. But it was. It was, yeah. it was lingering too close. Yeah, so, so Bogerts hits that solo shot in the fourth. Um, and that's, that's when Tanako, at, Tanako, Tanaka locks down. He strikes out Moreland after that. He walks Nooney. And then he strikes out Kinsler. So two of his four strikeouts came after the home run to Bogerts and the four pitch walk to Nooney. Um, you could see then, yeah, him so- locked down. I posted the gif of it. You could see him take a deep breath, like okay, slow down, and then you could see him shake his head and lock himself up, like let's go <laughs> to himself. I love that dude because you can see, you can just read his face like a book. He doesn't even speak yep. the same language, but I know exactly what he's thinking by his face. And then fifth inning, uh, Judge gets on by the Nooney error. Voight then walks on, like, another good Voight at bat, man. That, that guy, dude. Um, and then you just mentioned bad Stanton strikeout again, and then uh, Gary strikeout as well. Um, Does Stan's, so that, Stan's digging himself a hole. Oh, yeah. Like, and a lot of people are like, he had a great season. He had a good season. He didn't have a great season. Whatever. The regular he had season, a great season, he had a good season. But the re- it doesn't matter. That's like, yeah. I, 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 I don't like sometimes the, uh, well, this is the Bronx, blah, 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 attitude that Yankee fans have. But I'm, the postseason is, it, it starts fresh. If the postseason starts fresh for Gary, if the postseason starts fresh for Gardner, the postseason starts fresh for anyone that did good in the regular season, too. And you're judged solely on the postseason right now. And Stanton is digging himself a huge hole. He went up there in that one at bat, and he just swung three times. The total opposite. Just swung one, two, three. And then I thought later on in the game with a four-run lead and some runners on, it was the perfect A-Rod tack on home run, which would yeah. be what it was to make it go from four runs to six or seven would be crazy swift in the game. So, like, they're not meaningless runs. But they're not tied or down or clutch either. But he didn't. He grounded out into a double play, digging his hole even further. Yeah, he, uh, he'll, he'll be looking for a short porch or next series. Or next series, ne- next game. Can I talk about uh, Voight real quick since you went? Yeah, I guess so. Voight is a dude who wants to hit. We said that last episode when I was complaining about Glaber and Stanton not wanting to hit. He swings at 2-0. He swings at 3-1. He gets his aggressive swings in those counts. He had three walks today because he's also patient at the same time. Jim, I I think the more important part about that when you're talking about his at-bats is that the Red Sox are treating him like he is... (laughs) MVP player of the month, Luke Voigt, that we saw. And I think that's a big thing because if you're the Red Sox or, or if you're Red Sox podcast or Red Sox talk radio, you're coming into this series saying, 
let's find out who this Luke Voigt really is. Let's challenge him. Let's 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 see if he's the real deal. But then you look at this game and you're like, they walked him three times before Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> I mean, they're they're treating him like a star. Yeah, Cold Stanton. Cold Stanton. Um, who else do you want to talk about? What else do we want to talk about? Do you want to – Gardy saw a lot of pitches, walked twice, played good defense. So he didn't like – he doesn't have any plus pluses, but he doesn't have any negatives. And like that's what you want out of Gardy. Yeah, and again, I think we're supposed to see Porcello game three. And so depending on how Hicks' health is really looking, um, again, I wouldn't be shocked if you see Gardy out there for game three, whether it's for Hicks or McCutcheon potentially. Hicks said he's playing. Okay. He's- well, I'm, I'm just saying it, it, it could be an opportunity. Um, I don't know if you'd call it an off day for McCutcheon, who, again, he's, he was solid. He had the RBI today, one for five. Um, but yeah, if you wanted to try to kind of give that different lineup and dude, Gardy plays defense. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it does happen, but I, I could see Gardy playing next game and I wouldn't hate it. You know? Oh, I wouldn't hate it either. I'd be fine with, it. I'd be fine with it. He's a spark plug, dude. Spark plug. Spark so, plug, spark plug. um, yeah, I mean, we go into the six. Batances, our our two closers, Batances and Echeverria come in. I thought um, I thought Boone had a great game again. Yeah, he and, did. Putting Gary, I mean, you got it. Uh, we are pretty fairly balanced with Boone. I think we've been good and bad. We've definitely had episodes this season where we ripped him apart, and we definitely had episodes where we praised we praises. I probably never praised him, but giving him credit. Putting Gary fifth now. Whoever's doing that because we think Josh Bard does a lot of the analytics and cash but so when i say boone i just mean the whole coaching staff i guess but gary fifth was a really good call and the way they're using batansis is so smart they didn't do this at all during the regular season jake they flipped the switch and it's working kind of so far yeah and that's that's where hey if the yankees do leave this series with a victory i'd you know people are going to start digging up or deleting Boone tweets pretty hard because uh, this is this is what we said, and we had to remind ourselves because we're fans too, Jim. I'm a was fan. that there was a chance that this Boone Cashman rest geared up for the playoff strategy works. And again, this is this is game one. If if the Red Sox end up winning this series, I mean, it ends up sounding a little a little ridiculous, but. Hey, they're they're looking good right now. You're you're talking about the moving Gary up against price button, but dude, Luke Voigt three hole. That's a big thing too. Um so yeah, here he's uh Boone Boone having a good postseason so far. Um and then the next inning is Gary coming up and just hits the three run monster home run, four hundred seventy-nine feet. Um against Erod and uh yeah man I mean can can Gary Sanchez stay hot or is it just David Price I mean it's 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 a wild concept to even think about stay hot Gary I say I vote stay hot someone said how about John boys boys doing good today I got the L Gary hat on the Tanaka shirt two stars of the game yeah 
you dudes. I keep saying 162 game warm up. Love it. It's my new favorite phrase. And uh, and uh, stay hot, Gary. He's hey, he's, he's playing great behind the plate. He still is. It's three games, small sample size, but he and well, actually, you tweeted out like in thirty-eight like innings, he hasn't had a pass ball in the postseason. Yeah, so keep going, Gary. Teddy Bear Gary. That was before this series, and I don't think he's had a pass ball question mark in these two games. No, I don't think he has. So that's you know. Start doing some math there. 18 plus 38. Nobody can actually crunch those numbers. It ends in a but, six, um, maybe 56. Uh, <laughs> dude, when I tweeted that, someone came back and was like, okay, so four games? And I was like, yeah, dude, all right, cool. Incredible, <laughs> incredible math by you. Um, <laughs> that dude knows how old every baby is. Yeah, you you nailed it, man. But, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Gary with the good D. <laughs> I bet. Oh, yeah, probably. Um. But, uh, yeah, I think the Sox tackling on. McCutcheon kind of misplayed it off the monster. But um, Oh, Dad, our- we have to talk about Didi. I don't know if you saw this. Didi had two plays where he ran to the outfield, and and I'd never seen a shortstop do it. So um, JD's hit goes down the left field line past Anduhar in the first, and instead of riding the line all the way to the monster, it like hit that little divot and creamed. And instead of like waiting for McCutcheon to run in and grab it, Didi was there, slid and got it, which held JD to a single. And if if he doesn't do that, then Kutch misplays that off the monster, and Didi's all the way out there to track it down and throw it in. I don't know. They did score a run. I don't know if he saved the runner or not. Um, but it's it was it helped for sure. So impressive play. Yeah, monster ball. Um but, dude, our, our bullpen in the two games this series, 10 innings pitched, and that's the one earned run, which, hey, again, everyone want to get mad at our, our bullpen. Oh, we say we're the best, but we never put it together. You want to get mad at Cashman and Boone, how they use those guys? They are bringing it right now, and they're, they're the difference in the series right now. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of innings being had by our bullpen. Britain. What did Britain do? Did he give up a run again? Uh, no. This, the run came off of Dellen. Oh, uh, yeah. Britain yeah. had Britain had one bad walk. That was that was to JD or no? It was to Benny. It was the one lefty he was facing. Yeah. But uh, he settled down and dude, his sinker was moving. He was ground balls. Yeah. Um, good tweet just came out. Love good tweets. Aaron Judge just walked down the concourse by the Red Sox clubhouse with the huge speaker blaring New York, New York. Mm. It's pretty, pretty good move. Envision concrete jungle where dreams are made of. No, start spreading the news. Oh, it makes sense. I'm leaving today. He is leaving. He's leaving Boston. I want to be a part of it. New, get it? They're all going. They're all leaving to go to New York. Wow, that judge really something. That judge really something. What else do we have to talk about? Um, let me see. Threw me off with that a little bit. The live, um, live viewers, let us know what else do we have to talk about that we missed. Tanaka, awesome. Chap- Chapman walked the first guy, but then settled down. Looked good. Um, 
I'm trying to think of field players. Like like I said before, I joked about Echeverria, the best closer we've had in a while. Um, three ground balls when he got subbed in in the sixth. One was like a high chopper that he charged. But I was like, I don't know how Andujar would play that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Judge and Gary, the only guys with two hits. The What's the final box score also tell us? Um, I mean, yeah, Yanks had eight hits. Red Sox had five. Nunez looks sloppy at third. You wonder That's if they're... You wonder if they're going to go back to the the drawing board and say, "Well, shoot, if we're if Nooney's going to give us that defense, do we just play Devers?" Um, especially being a lefty at the stadium, you could see that. Um, I don't know. I think this is almost it for Game Two. I think anything else right, so would kind of be moving on to Game Three. So they're saying Tanaka or Hat for Game Five. Is that a conversation we want to have yet? I don't. Let's win. Let's win in four. Yeah, you you have that conversation when you have to. I mean, I I think it's got to be Tanaka, right? Oh, yeah, I think we got to go Sevy game three. If we win, it's CC. If we win or lose, I think it's CC plus the bullpen. Because if we lose, yeah. it's all hands on deck. If we win, hopefully that means Severino went pretty easily, and you go. <laughs> I think C- it's all hands on deck too. Yeah. Um, Hicks status for games three Hicks says he's going to play, but Jake says he wouldn't be shocked if we see Gardner again, just because Gardner does things unsung things. But Hey, it again, it could be for McCutcheon. Yeah. But McCutcheon. Yeah. Uh, chat. It's left. It's left field. The, the one earned run was McCutcheon playing a ball off the monster. So Brett Gardner had two walks. It's going to be Porcello. The one right-handed starter. We're going to see this series. And you're going to y- big Yankee Stadium with the big left field. I would not be surprised to see Brett. All right. I wouldn't either. Uh, so we'll see what they do. Hicks status. Uh, nope. Uh, Chapman's That was Chapman's first double play ball all year. Crazy stat, huh? Yes. That's a crazy stat, I think. Pretty well. Yeah. Did you hear the... Did you see Glaber, you see Glaber throw that double play? He oh, ripped it. Yeah, ripped it. Oh, we should talk about Glaber. He looked a little better. He got a hit, had a walk, looked a little more composed. Yeah, he kind of had the A Rod boring thing go on. He didn't. He didn't have. He, there was like no, not too many big smiles, but there was no sad puppy dog. He was just kind of <laughs> medium glaber. Order order that on your next burger and see what they get you. Medium glaber. Uh, just give me the medium glaber, please. I don't think you're satisfied with what comes. Um, no, please don't sneeze on my burger. Yeah, I think you're getting a sneeze burger for sure. Um. Yeah, I, how are you I don't know. Like, how do you feel? 1-1. One, one. This is what we wanted. How do you feel going to game three? You're, they're not going to be able to talk to us tomorrow. It's an off day. So we got to give them. How do we feel going into game three? I mean, we feel good. We got one at Fenway. We have a chance to win at home. I'm. I mean, this is going to sound so dumb and soft, but. I, I need to see how game three goes. If it's lockdown Sevy, don't use a lot of the bullpen. Like I'm going to, and we win, I'm going to feel so confident about game four with CC. Cause I think CC CC's in full empty the tank mode anyways. And then you're going to have a, a rested bullpen to go get it at the stadium. Um, and then that opens up, basically a whole nother can of worms because then if the Red Sox were to get that game, now they've got the momentum and they're going back home. Um, 
it's it's just it's a lot of weird switching hats on who's the spoiler and how it plays out. I mean, you have to feel good. You got one at Fenway. And I mean, the bigger thing for me, just again, as a fan is the next two days, we would be living in fear if the season was going to end. And I know it won't on Monday. So that's, that's really good news to me. I agree. It's nice. It's nice knowing you got another day. I I mean, I, I, I'm trying to not say this in a shit-talking way, but there's right. no way around it. Fenway was weirdly quiet, these two games. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was going back and forth some TV and radio, but, I mean, the radio, I want to say I was listening. It was before the Gary home run. It was even, it was like 3-1. They had already scored. Let me, let me see if I can find the play-by-play because that'll, that'll help me paint the picture better. Um, so it's after... Bogart's homers it's yeah it's Tanaka in and again think about this they they've held the Yankees for a couple innings they get it on the board it goes from 3-0 to 3-1 but bottom fifth it's Leon and Bradley leading off the inning so ground out strikeout and then Mookie's up with two outs and I was listening to that inning on the radio and it was quiet because Hey, let's be honest. Those fans know baseball a little bit, and it's Sandy Leone and Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah, there was a couple moments, though, like when they had two on with Kutchup or even when Brazier struck Gary out the end of the inning, Stanton struck out, like where it's still two runs and you just stopped. You know, you just had inning-ending strikeout, and you think they're all going to stand up and erupt, and it's just kind of nothing. And I'm That not- was right before Leone and Bradley, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just genuinely like, why is it so quiet there? It's very odd. Yeah, and, and wonder again. We'll we'll see what kind of changes they make for Game Three. The Yankees showed showed some changes for Game Two after their loss. Um, I mean, I'm just wondering. You know, do you throw Devers in there and do you move him down the lineup a little bit so you have a little more lineup depth? Um, I I know this is. Like, I think this would be desperation game four, but do you try throwing Swihart at catcher to have someone who can hit behind the plate? I, I, I think a lot of Red Sox fans would, would laugh at me and say, oh, it's one loss. You're going to do that. But, man, the bottom of their lineup today was did nothing, nothing for me and did nothing for them either. <laughs> yeah. They're bad. It's bad. It's watching two different teams. The bottom of the lineup, it's the JV and the varsity on one lineup. Uh, Moreland, Nunez, Kinsler, Leone, and Bradley. You had two two hits, and you had let's see, three, two, three. Um, I mean, yeah, you're you're just not getting you're not getting people on base for Mookie, Mookie and Benintendi, who, by the way, those two went zero for seven tonight. They so only had five this, hits. Yeah, this was a really good pitching performance by the Yankees. Oh, yeah. All right. I have no one. No one on on the Red Sox got on base twice. That's a nice stat. I like that one. Tweet that one out. Tweet that one out. I like that one. Maybe I will. Here's a stat for you. I will be at the stadium Monday night. Wow. With Joe's McFly, who's demanding I come to a Yankees game because the atmosphere. And I want to go. It's just I do so much at home to try and grow the Talking Yanks brand. So for everyone that follows the Periscopes, 
loves the live gifts and videos and highlights I've been doing. I just dropped a highlight that I, I think is really fun. I won't be able to do it, but I'll give you some live coverage at the game. So follow on Twitter and I'll try to do live stuff at the game. Uh, I got to get like a hotel room after the game so we can record the pod right away because it's a two-hour drive. But I'll bring you the experience from the game. It's the first Red Sox-Yankees game, playoff game, at the new stadium, Jake. Nice. So I got to go, right? Got to go. Yeah, I like it. All right. I'm excited. Sevy on the bump, Yankees-Red Sox. I just, I, just, uh, I just confirmed this in my brain about five minutes ago, so this is the first time I'm realizing how good of a okay. game it actually is that I'm going to. I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you that you're happy for me. And how about in, let's see, what's two times four? In, in eight. eight ALDS games, this was the first road victory. Hey, hey. Well, I mean, it's so quiet there. It doesn't even feel like a road game. All right. Ah, that was shit talking. The other times was just Yeah, curious. that was. That was shit talking. That was, yeah. yeah the other that was times, shit talking. Yeah, I was just curious. Shirts are uh, 24% off until noon Sunday because Gary Sanchez was the stud. I like that. Yeah. So Gary Sanchez, he wears number 24. 24% off your entire order. So order like, if you order $2,400 worth of shirts, you get $240 off. Never been a math. Uh, 2,400. 20, I, I, yeah, I didn't see your numbers. I, or, or really listening. Do you have to see numbers to do math? Is that how it works? You close your eyes and like visualize? No, them? I just, I was ignoring your statement because I, I knew you were going ridiculous to start. So nice, man. So you didn't wear that Yankees jersey to the wedding? No, I did. <laughs> oh, good banter. Great banter. All right, that ends the show. Live viewers, hang out with us if you want to talk for a little bit about whatever else you want to talk about. Thank you very much for listening. This could have been a very sad episode if we were down 0-2. Guess what? It's a pretty happy episode because what we wanted from the start was to take one game at their place and make them try to take one game at our place, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Sevy on the bump. We'll see you sun Monday. We'll see you Monday. I think I'm going to go to the hotel early so we can do the pregame show. And then I'll go to the stadium and then I will go back to the hotel and we will record. So it might be a little later after the game than it was today, but hopefully we're very happy. Hopefully I have no voice. Hopefully I'm covered in happy beer, not angry beer. Let's go Yanks. Let's go judge. Let's go Sevy. Let's go Voight. And every other player that's going to play for the Yankees, go them to go Yanks, go Yanks, go Yanks. Tell them grandma. Go Yankees.